When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome you to another episode of Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. And with me, I have Brother Cub. Oh yeah! Thinking, thinking, thinking. Oh man. This is a... The moment that we shook hands, and you felt the excess of the plexus and the universe collide. Get out of here. I'm under this giant. You get out of here. I have banana hands. <laughs> yeah, you go on. Oh, we got Andre over here. Yeah, I'm big. Giant man, you know I crush you. Get out of here! Welcome you. The show starts right now with He Come Round by Brad Armstrong. Release the crowd out, 
Just begun to live. Street magic. I don't know the lyrics. Wish I did. So I was coming in. Coming in hot. All right, let's break this thing down. Wilder versus Fury. Part two. Okay. Who you got winning the entrances? Entrance. Mm. You know. Fury came in with some patchy line and he was like on a throne with a robe and a crown and being hauled in by these Amazon looking chicks. But uh, I gotta give it to uh, Wilder. I give the entrance to Fury. I just love that some somebody came out to crazy, crazy for feelings. It's just different. I liked it. Yeah, Wilder wins the best ring gear yeah. for his entrance. I mean, that I was awesome. Uh, and who was the cat that introduced him? The rapper? Which was a Netflix show. He got his name. It was a Netflix show. He won it. It's like a... It's called Rhythm and Flow, I think. It's uh, like American Idol, but rap. Oh. Huh. I liked it. That's cool. So, uh, just going into the fight... What were your thoughts like before it happened? Because mine was... Uh, Everybody thought Wilder was going to win. 
Yeah. I, did, I mean, I did it too. It's like just a statistical kind of thing, right? Because we have seen Wilder rematch people. And if yeah. the fight went long the first time, the second time, he'd usually have them knocked out by the third. That was my thought. Yes. That's what I believe was going to happen. I was like, Bronze Bomber's going to bring it. Well, I thought Wilder was winning because uh, Tyson Fury said he gained 20 pounds, so he had more power behind his punch, and he's going to try to knock him out early. I'm like, well, you're going to get in the danger zone then. That's where you get caught. One of those haymakers. That's how it happens. Unfortunately, it didn't happen this time. Correct. And so, after the intros, which arguably were the most memorable moments of it all, uh, round one, Fury. Mm-hmm. So at the very beginning, it looked real good for Wilder. Uh, he landed a really good lick, and then here come Fury. He kind of closed out the round looking real strong. Round two, uh, something happened at the end. Are you sure it wasn't round three? You talking about ear damage? Okay, so what I'm thinking about in round two that that was like the most impactful hit. This wasn't the ear damage, but like this was building up the, to it. The beginning of it was that right hook yeah. that Fury landed right oh, on yes. the ear. It was a good connection, and then like it was in the final Just scene, loosening it up a little bit. Right. That that was that's my thought. And then round three, like you saw blown eardrum, and what we were talking about was like if you've never had any kind of ear problem. You don't understand how important the ear is. Equilibrium. Equilibrium. Like, you can look drunk sober. Yeah, try boxing. Mm Mm-hmm. So he got messed up in the ear area in the third. Yeah, and so it was like spaghetti legs. I mean, the dude's falling by himself. Yeah, and so he got hit and stumbling back to just kind of regain himself. Fell counts as a knockdown twice and immediately one time the ropes caught him yeah one of those other rounds right uh right after he had that knockdown to where he spun back um i felt the sense that wilder needed to be around the rope because he was gonna have to have it it was a lot of tying up and so we lost the whole typical wilder the one who's always charging and like in the center of the ring yeah that's not on the rope very unorthodox fighter. Not making excuses. We're Wilder fans. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. Not. But it was pretty much done after the ear shots. Yeah. yeah. No, not making excuses. Fury did it. That's boxing. Yep. But I've seen people just taking a steaming hot dump on Wilder now. Like he's a bum. He was, he's a one. Sh- what would you call it? One shot pony or whatever. One like trick pony. One trick pony. There you go. But like, I hope he uses this as motivation. And I think there's supposed to be a third fight. I think that was part of the contract or something. I I didn't want to see the second. I just wanted to be left at that draw, to be honest. Because like in the back of my mind, I always thought that Fury was going to get it. Uh, but I think it's, I think it's cool after. that. The the only takeaway I have, like Wilder fan, but it was it was cool for him to lose because that's a good slice of humble pie. Yeah, maybe it makes him more motivated. Maybe maybe he got too comfortable. Yeah, and now he's gonna be inspired. Yeah, right. It's uh, a rocky story. You know, it's good to lose sometimes. You, yeah. you kind of get put up. 
and you get used to being up and you forget like what it's like to be down and so you don't prepare yeah could be some of that well i think it'd be apparently from what i heard like some of those medical issues that he's had yes in the past from like past bouts they never were really taken care of i've never heard this story what happened that was just some kind of tweet that I saw go out. Oh. And, like, it was immediately after, like, the fourth round, I hopped on Twitter and saw that, and I was like, I think it was even announced during the fight that, that he has a history of not being checked back up on, like, either by his own omission or... Yeah. And so I seen where I, you I, didn't I, go to the hospital last night. So I wonder, you know, if it might be best for your health to not... Yeah. I mean, to not get your check self-checked. Scared of having to go in retirement or something? I don't know. I don't know. Would you be scared of that? I think you've made enough. I mean, you proved yeah. your point. You got the belt. Yeah. He's, uh, he's got plenty of money. I don't know. It's just the way it is when you get to be big like that. Like I guess so, yeah. That's mm-hmm. all you know? Yeah. Like Nick Saban. I think that dude would coach like 12 more years probably. I don't know. Is he 69? You know, do you remember, I think you were the one that showed it to me and I was telling Dad about it, is uh, there was a, a little documentary, maybe a podcast done. It was, you know, between Deontay and Saban and then, you know, like an interviewer who was also yeah, recording it. And like Saban was talking about like the impact of boxing Oh, uh, yeah, listening to it on radio. Right, in a car, like, you know, back in the day and how big it was. And he's like, you haven't really heard that kind of sound. It would have been neat living back then, just, like, picturing in your head, like, oh, waiting on the guy to say what's happening. Come on, And man. that was the only way that you could yeah. hear it. And, like, imagine, like, just people in your neighborhood, like, oh, he's got it in his car you know and like everybody's kind of yeah. gathered around the car and everybody's pulling for the same person and it's like yeah. oh no 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 you know and just just or, listening to it through the radio or like imagine this if there's a big fight around when televisions first came out and they played it live in like the windows or something mm. you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah I mean just People think about sitting those on times, a sidewalk right? walking that watching that now it's all so accessible right yeah, you just had to pay $80, that's all. <laughs> all right. Or go to a Buffalo Wild Wing. Yeah. And here a couple that... of the youngsters around here went to the casino. Oh. That's where they watched it. We're going to take a break. Here's a song called The Long Haul. Jeremy Stanfield, you may remember, I had him on late last year on the show here. Uh, he wrote this with a friend of his, Landon Moore. And they they got things together, and they sat down with some of Memphis's finest musicians, and you had Al Gamble, Stephen Williams, Danny Banks, Blake Ray, Scott Harden, Jeremy Stanfield, and Landon Moore. And so here's Long Haul. <laughs> Somewhere on the last call, the band's fed up and gone. The crowd's paid up the tab, now the lights have come on. The bartender. 
train comes back through uh the train done made a it's trip back and forth best animated short Bryant won an Oscar in 2018 for best animated short two years after his retirement from Los Angeles Lakers he brought home the golden statue for his contribution as an executive producer to the animated short film Dear Basketball which was based on a poem he wrote about his retirement. Interesting. Yeah. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Fast forward. Now into a new conversation. It's a serial killer. Back from like the 70s and 80s. Manson? No, it's not Manson. He didn't kill nobody. This dude like cut heads off. Okay, it's a totally different level. Yeah. He was like 692. You know that guy? He's on a... Mindhunters on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's That's not right. actually on it. It's an actor that looks... Damn. Good casting. But, uh... We got our Oscars, man. We, I told you we should have betted on it. We would won some money, dude. If you listen to me. I, uh... Not the betting type, man. Ain't, uh... Ain't doing it. I wouldn't have won Best Picture. You know what won? I don't. Tell me. Parasite. I told you that a week ago. Then I watched Marriage Story. I was like, oh, I think this is going to win now. All right, so like... I, did, you remember me telling you I think Parasite's going to win? You did. Then I changed my mind. You, listen, listen. So just like for me and for those, maybe not like when best picture, what are we saying? What do we mean by best picture? What is this? Break this down. 
Best picture Oscars? Dummies for dummies. I mean, like this is the award you want to win. This is like Heisman. Okay. This is the main Oscars and boycott or whatever, but like it's history made for movies. Boom. That's what I needed to hear. Thank you for that. Now moving on. Best picture went to Parasite. Yes. And you had your mind on it at first, and then you changed your mind over to Mary's story. Yeah. Adam Driver done a phenomenal job. It was hard. 1917, which neither of us saw, looks awesome. Did it get one? Uh, I don't know. They didn't. It was a. It was nominated for Best Picture? Yes. That Ford versus Ferrari. Joker. Once upon a time. Okay, so you watched Joker, and I haven't seen the Joker yet. But like, what I'm hearing is like it's Joaquin is back. I mean, he's always been here. He just does weird stuff that ain't gonna be as popular every now and then. I mean, Joaquin's out. He's gonna do his his thing. Okay. He ain't gonna put out. I don't know what to tell you, man. He he ain't gonna be in the next Fast and Furious. I'm not really looking He's an for, artist. I'm not really looking for him to do that. I mean, you saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. That's up there. It's nominated. Should be. The Irishman. The only beef I had with that one was it was length, man. I It took 45 minutes for it to warm up. Yes. Yes, it did. You know what's... I, you know what movie I, I, I would have Paris. up on there? What? Like, that's okay that Parasite won, but what about uh, Midsummer? Midsummer, that should that horror should have its own category. This that's a big win for best picture this year. Parasite, because that's harsh, and they always get robbed. They're, mm, they don't want to. Tony Collette should have won best actress for uh, Hereditary. Okay, that was last year, or two years ago. But that's just horrors always get shamed. What else? Shame, shame, shame. That's a cultural thing, dude. Not everybody can stomach that kind of shit. What's next? Best actor? Who you think won it? You know, I really want to go. We were talking about it earlier. I want to say my man Leo, but it probably didn't happen. I'm going to go with uh, um, the Joker. I'm going to go with... um, Joaquin. I'm going to go with Joaquin won it. He won it. I told you. What? Yes. I'm right? Yeah, you're right. And I said it was going to be Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Mm. I'm over here like, man, you should have bet money on me. But I did get the next one right. Best Supporting Actor. Okay. We got Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, Irishman, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, a movie we'll never see. Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Brad Pitt. You are correct. Ooh, I got the next one right, too. Best Actress. Charlize Theron, Bombshell. Cynthia, I can't read all these names. Why not? Harriet. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. That Harriet movie I want to see, though. All right, What's so what are, we, what are we voting on? What's, I, I what's Renee Selweger won for Judy, portraying Judy Garland. What was the award about? What was it about? What was, the, what was the award for? Best Actress. It was Renee Selweger, Charlize Theron, Cynthia Irvio, Scarlett Johansson, Sorosa Ronan. Yeah. 
that's fine. It's Little Women. This is what she acted in. Scarlett Johansson acted in Marriage Story. She did good. She done done fine. Yeah. But Renee Selweger won Best Supporting Actress. Lauren Dern, Marriage Story. Okay. Best Director, Parasite, dude. Bong. His name's Bong. Anyway, that's all that matters. Oh, go, go back to Best Director. Who was some of the... Was Quentin on there, at least? Quentin was on there. Quentin was on Who there. Who else was on there? Was the Midsummer guy on there? No, there's no Midsummers, dude. <sighs> there's no Midsummers. Oh, man. What about uh, the guy who done the uh, the greatest movie for 2019 with the Peanut Butter Falcon? Was there oh, any mention? Except you. for the guy reading... Him and Shia. Yeah, they got... I, I was surprised they made it to that. Best director was the dude that directed Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. Hmm. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Todd Phillips, Joker. That's the director of Hangovers and a bunch of comedies. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. And Sam Mendes, nineteen seventeen. I think he should have probably. So you pretty much had a lot of the same things being nominated. For I ain't seen nineteen seventeen, but uh, I think that dude probably should have won it. Just the it's a war movie, you the know. Style. It's like two hours long, but it's like all right. That, film like it's all shot in one shot. Like that leads us into the movie that. Uh, go ahead and finish that with it was shot all at once, one frame, right? Yeah. Sorry for interrupting that, but that leads into the movie that we were watching earlier. We didn't finish Medusa. Oh, Mother Medusa. Bellflower. Talking about Bellflower? Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen that, what is that, like four years old? Uh, and I've seen three quarters of it. Bellflower is probably like eight years old, something like that. Ah, it's a dope movie. If you haven't seen that, good luck finding it. Uh, if you got Amazon Prime, that... uh. You know, if you're a member, you can have that channel. Ain't that the way it goes? Yeah. It's on there because I've seen, like, a dude I follow on YouTube that tell, like, the best hidden gems on Netflix and all that <laughs> shit like that. Man, I got And I've seen, like, <laughs> Bellflower on there, like, the background for the, you know, recommended stuff for you. <laughs> and I was like, no! That's my hidden gem! Quit telling people! You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. Like a... yeah. Awesome band you found. Yeah. Yeah, Bellflower came out in 2011. Man, <laughs> check this out. Is like While you were talking about that, I I think about like sharing movies or bands like that, and you get asked this question. It's like, uh, you know, so name just like a deep underground movie that everything everybody just kind of overlooked. And you name off like Bellflower, you name off just a band, and... He's like, but you know what? I get asked this all the time, so what's it matter? <laughs> Nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's yeah. going to hear it. Why am I even trying? <laughs> ah, I won't say it. Bellflower. That's my favorite movie. That and Devil's Rejects. I can't pick one. If he held a gun to my head, I'm going to say Devil's Rejects. You're over gazing at Ethan Hawke in the Mission Impossible, huh? We're at uh, Castle de la Cobb. True. It's been a minute, but I always had to have moving pictures for backgrounds so to just 
darkness. So you think darkness is your ally, do you? I was born in the dark. Raised by it. I didn't see the light of day until I was mine. Broke your back. Ethan Hunt. AKA <sighs> Tom. Five foot four. Yeah. What's up with the throat punches? I don't know, this movie's awesome. That's Superman. Henry That's his mustache. That's his mustache. Henry he was Cavill? making it the same time as uh, Man of Steel or whatever. No, that was from that was the, Justice no, that League. Was Justice it was League. Justice League. Yeah. He's like, I can't do it. That little Asian dude's a bad dude. Yeah. You know, anyway. Henry Cavill done The Witcher too. Have you watched that yet? Mm. I don't. You should. I can't get you into that stuff. You don't do a fantasy. No. I, I watch Unbelievable. Done. Parasite, dude. Have you seen Parasite? No. I, I bought it. I took the chance. Was the chance worth it? Was the chance? Yes, it was. Like, I looked up uh, Redbox. It's got upcoming movies coming out like the next three weeks. I didn't see Parasite on there. Seen it for like $19 on Blu-ray at Walmart. Just heard so much about it. I love this enough. Anthony Jeselnik. That comedian, I listened to his podcast, and he recommended it like a bunch. Okay. And he's like one of my favorite comedians. That's kind of like us recommending Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes. Only he's way, way more well known. But, uh. Sure. You ever watch subtitle movies? Can you do it? I can. That's the way I watch Dragon Ball Z. Tight. Unfortunately, until they give me the English dub. It's what's crazy. Is you know, like. I started watching Dragon Ball Z when I was like 13. For real? And I, didn't I know you as a Dragon Ball Z character. You just hang out with my brothers. And I still like watching it today. And it like my favorite, like, you know, you have the sagas. You got like the Frieza saga. You got the Cell saga, the Boo saga. And you got like, you can come I back don't to know it. what you're talking See? But I still like going back and watching the Frieza saga. Like, that's my favorite one where they go to. Uh, Oh, Piccolo's planet Namek and doing all that. Tight. And I still dig that. I still like seeing like those games being made. I still can't believe that's such a popular thing in pop culture. I think social media had a big thing with it. That you can have like these uh, the anime folks that do these uh, big comic cons and they dress up like the folks. Yeah. It's probably a big mainstay for why it is. It's they like why some- it's alive. Anime see, theater movies coming out. I see out. folks now like so big in the Star Wars. They're like building their own lightsabers, and I was like, "Wow, that's a brand new level right there, boys and girls." Check that out. Cool. But uh, that's kind of what blows me away about like movies or just books or comics. Is like the fans, like the links that they'll go to to portray it. This is well. Dragon Ball and all Naruto, whatever you call it, is very popular. Yeah, I remember the Area 51 raid with the Naruto runners or whatever. Yeah, I didn't. I knew that was going to be a fail, but uh, Parasite, dude. <laughs> Subtitles. It's kind of dreading it at first because, you know, you're getting into the story. After about 20 minutes, I don't, know don't even you notice know. them anymore. I'm into it. You know what I mean? I, I'm reading it, but I'm like, I'm invested. So what language was it filmed in? Uh, 
Chinese, I guess, or Japanese. Parasite. It's messed up. It's about society. Poor people, rich people. That's not what I imagined. Yeah, it's a poor family. And so when I think Parasite, I'm thinking like a horror. It's not a horror movie. No, it's like psychological messed up stuff. It's like a, a poor family and a, it's mom, dad, brother, sister. And like the brother, his cousin has this job where he's like a chauffeur for this rich family. Sure. And he's moving to America to go to college. And he's going to hook him up with a job for that family. Mm-hmm. And he takes advantage of them. Then he gets the rest of his family to take advantage of them. And it's just paranoia of like, did they hear us say dad or something? It's like, did they know we're family? No, no. It's very interesting. It gets dark. Mm. Cool. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. Check it out. Sure. Check it out. Uh, dude, I've been Check out this. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep, watch it this morning when I got off work with my 14-hour shift. Dr. Sleep, highly recommend that. Surprisingly good. Way different than Shining. Shining. Jack Nicholson. The sequel. Supposedly. Ewan McGregor now. Danny all grown up. Ian McGregor. Uh, Props to that guy. He's got to be like 79 by now. No, he's like 43. (laughs) No way. No, What's his this? name? Ian McGregor. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm talking about, like, uh, who was the cat that played Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> He's a sir from Cats. I know that. Oh, my God. I'm going to look up Cats for you. <laughs> I killed it. I killed myself. Shot myself in the foot. Oh, what it was Maybe Sir Ian McGregor. I know. I know who uh the guy you're talking about. Oh, shit. That's wild. I shot myself in the foot again. Ian McKellen. That's it. <laughs> always. Cats. Always trying to get back to cats. <laughs> yo, favorite. Yo, Oscar winner for 2019. I've never seen the film. But it always comes back up somehow. I shot myself in the foot with this one. <laughs> but Ian McGregor, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's the guy from, uh, he played Obi-Wan. Yeah, but he plays and uh, also Danny the pe- all grown up from the Shadow Origin. It's the people that confuse people with Jesus all the time. It's Obi-Wan. Oh. You know, the memes. Uh-uh. Share this if you love Jesus, and it's a picture of... Ian McGregor is Obi-Wan in his Jedi outfit. Oh, that's why I didn't know it. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> it's like people will share it. I'll be like, man, y'all are killing me. Yeah. That's Ian McGregor. It's yeah. not Jesus. <laughs> you know what Dr. Sleep is to me? Come on. When I was watching it. You've seen Logan. Yes. It's like Logan and his Shining had a baby. Brutality. And it came out as Dr. Sleep. Cool. It's kind of the same story. You got your old cat. It's the main star. Yeah. Then the young little girl. Yeah. That's awesome. 
against some villains. Alan. Uh, yes. Do you want to get? Do you want to get up upcoming movies for 2020? You want to do that? How about something to look forward to? How about knees deep? Knees deep. Get knees your waiters deep. on. Get your waiters on, folks. We done this last year, and we told you some bangers, and here we are doing it again. It's not on my list, but it's probably on yours. Here Valentine's we. Day. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, that's definitely top. On my list. Okay. Way to go. All right. All right. <laughs> We're off to a great start. This, if I had to pick anything for Valentine's Day, it'd be Buffalo. I don't know what's much about. Sitting in the under, underworld of the debt collecting and follows the homegrown hustler, Peg Doll, who will do anything to escape Buffalo, New York. Don't seem like a much of a plot, but I'll get into it. You know, it's got our girl from Everybody Wants Some. Tight. The redhead. Oh, yeah. Your people. My people. We need yeah. more ginger quality. Yeah, they take all the Disney characters from me. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's messed up. That's what I'm after. But it's what it is. That's why I do what I do. <laughs> ginger equality. Okay. February 21st, The Call of the Wild. Do you know about this movie? It was a book. Yeah. Oh, my wife's seen the preview. It's like, I read that book. I read that book, too. For real? Yeah. Was it good? Is Sled it? Dog Struggles for Survival in the Wind. The Wilds of the Yukon. As a kid, it was dope. Was I, I like dog books, so, dude, I'll read. I'm a sucker for dog books. Yeah. I read P- A books. good Pete. Take the family out, Alan. A good PG movie. An hour and 40 minutes. I like that. Okay, yeah, take the family out. Well, you know like who's the star is? Me, myself, and I over here. Who? Harrison Ford. Get out of here. I'm here. We got a... Uh... Wow. Indiana Jones. Get it. Get on it. That dude looked like he was going about 15. Get it. Compromising. The Night Clerk. Same day, hotel clerk becomes the subject of a murder investigation. Who we got? got, Who we got? We got got Helen Hunt. She's trying to make a resurgence. All of a sudden, John Leguizamo, and the star is Ty Sheridan. Unfamiliar. Yeah, he's uh, low key, but he's got some straight movies. Bunch of Nick Cage. Imagine that. Ooh, this is my real first banger. What date is that? That is uh, February 28th, The Invisible Man. First banger of the year, The Invisible Man. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune. She suspects his death was a hoax. Why? As a series of coincidences turn lethal. Why? Cecilia works to prove that she is being haunted by somebody. Why? Nobody can see the Invisible Man. It stars Elizabeth Moss. Wow. Scientology. Give it up to money. It looks like a good movie, though. I've seen the previews. It's right up my alley, man. First banger of the year, Invisible Man. Or two from there. Uh, Wendy. Wendy. I don't... 
know if I watch this, but it's probably just gonna be one of those awards watch list. It's gonna be it's one like, of the movies that gets no airtime around here, by the way. Yeah, it's the same. Let me look at this director. It's the same. Same kind of movie. I think he wants the director ain't made many stuff, but like the one or two thing he made won on awards. Yeah, Beast, Beast of the Southern Wild. He won, but he's got this new movie coming out called Wendy. It's lost of a mysterious island where aging and time have come unglued. Wendy must fight to save her family, her freedom, and the joyous spirit of youth from the deadly peril of growing up. Golly, if only I'd have done it for myself. Yes. What a movie. What an idea. We've got another guy compromising coming through the neighborhood. Okay. We're, we're in spring. Spring. We're deep. March 6th. 6th of March. Spencer Confidential. St starring Mark Wahlberg. Mark. You got that Boston? Boston. Now, what'd you think about that Super Bowl commercial? It was good, right? Yeah. John Krasinski? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg movie. Ex-felon and former police detective Spencer returns to Boston criminal underground to unravel a twisted murder conspiracy. You know? Get all in that. Sounds a whole lot like uh, something that he would do. Yeah, it's directed but, by Peter Berg. You know Peter Berg? It's all about your directors, man. They're like head coaches. Let's look at his. His credentials. Credentials. If you will. A director. 29 films. Credentials. Oh, man, we got plenty. Lone Survivor. That was dope. Uh, oh, I'm skipping over a lot here. And a Friday Night Lights, the movie. Okay, he knows what he's doing. Very Bad Things. I mean, there's plenty over here. I didn't... I just... Oh, yeah, those are familiar titles. Deep Water Horizon, I like that. Patriots Day. I've seen that. Yeah, but you know he's he's got credentials. When have you really seen a, like a bad Wahlberg movie though? Transformers, I don't know. maybe. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. It's like a forest falling in a tree. So, it's not a bad Wahlberg movie. Well, there you go, <laughs> dude. I tell you what, I watched the other day was uh, the other guys. Uh, still holds up. That's him and Will Ferrell. Love the the tuna scene. Uh, man, that's that's good comedy. They done a phenomenal job. Oh, you I love that, that movie, man. Guys? Yeah, I saw it in theaters, yeah, dude. That was a dope movie. I'm a Wahlberg fan. I am too. What else you got cooking? That same day, The Way Back. Have you seen this preview? The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. I mean, it's just Ben Affleck. He's just being a former high school basketball phenom, struggling with alcoholism. Mm. You know, he's just offered a coaching job at his alma mater. And the team starts winning. And he may have a reason to confront his old demons. Why? But will it be enough to set him on the road to redemption? Question mark. Will it? This is just going to be your good inspirational movie. Feel good. Yeah, it's probably Early rated spring. R. I've got some hardcore. Oh, it's going to be good, man. I guarantee you. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. 
but another mess watch. Go out your way and get in your car and drive down to your local theater. March 20th. March 20th. A Quiet Place Part 2. Let's get it. And so we're talking about Krasinski again. Yes. So Quiet Place 1 Director. He wrote it too. But uh, I'm all about that, man. You all about that? Quiet Place Part 2? I'm not seeing it. Mm -hmm. Ah. I love the first one. You like it? With it. He's with it. Well, let's cut it off right there with that one. We're just going to do the first quarter of the year. Um, Don't want to get too far ahead of you there. So there's a list of movies that you should see. Entertain them. Entertain them, he said. Well, anybody out there see that picture on Google that was trending of the guy in like South America or something? He was stuck in a body of water like a little small pond. And uh, it was about three feet away from the bank, and it was an orangutan, I think it was, that was lending him a healthy hand. A healthy, helping hand, like, brother, I got you. Come on. Grab me. I'll pull you up to the bank. But he didn't. Because orangutan don't know its own strength. And he could probably rip that dude's arm out of his socket. But anyway, I digress. Nice usage. As we begin to walk this episode on out the door, what are we going to land on here? What are we going to land on? The XFL. The XFL. <laughs> extreme! Does the X stand for extreme still? I don't know. It's Vince McMahon. I'm sure it does. Extreme. Yeah. You're right. He's got the veins. He can do it. It's supposed to have like really nothing to do with All right, it. All right. So look, this is something that's got to happen. It's like we need to go ahead and get our gear for the Houston, Houston Roughnecks. Roughnecks. Let's get it. Two and zero, oh, baby. Just run all over them Battle Hawks. We're about to embrace spring. We got to get our our silky golf. Collar shirts or something, man. That's what I'm aiming for. I like their logo. But, uh, I like it, man. I seen on Twitter, XFL, one of those I follow, uh, the fans, man. They're characters. They had a beer snake going. What is a beer snake, you say? Describe. I guess it's all their empty cups stacked on one another. It's about 30 feet long going up the stands. Everybody's... Perfect teamwork. What a team effort. Are they passing it up? They're passing it up over shoulders. Let's get it. It's going. It's a beer snake. Oh. So what are your thoughts? Brandon Marcello recently dropped that uh, beer sales in Auburn is going to be a thing. It's probably going to be a thing everywhere. I think so, too. I really wish it wouldn't. I think that there's enough... There's enough... Tomfoolery. Without it. And people already bring it anyway. Yes. Because I remember um, the first time that I went to Atlanta to watch a game. We were playing uh, Virginia Tech. It was the Chick-fil-A Bowl. Back when Bama played Virginia Tech, what, back in like 2012? Frank Beamer? Maybe. 
Yeah, I think it's Frank Bear. But they sold alcohol there, and I was like, look at all the worsen people coming out. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to get used to it. Yeah. And just get used to Just get used to it. Right. XFL, man. What do you XFL. think about them rules? You like okay, to- so the whole conversion thing after a touchdown is crazy. So at the two-yard line, you can go for one point. At the five, you go for two, and at the ten, you go for three. Yeah, I would always go for three, especially especially us being the the diehard roughneck fans that we are since day one, baby. Can we say more about PJ Walker? Oh, he's the MVP right now. They're, they're saying that he is the greatest player in the XFL. Mm-hmm. But uh. As a Roughneck fan, I think they should just go ahead and go for three. They're a passing team. Every time. P.J. could scramble. P.J. has got the wheels. What about seeing Nicky Fitz for the Battlehawks come out today? Yeah, he handed it off. They lost. I mean, they didn't lose. but They, they did lose, but they, they didn't, didn't get that first down. They, they didn't get that one or two yards. But did. it was crazy hearing the name called out. Yes. Because, like, I like Nicky Fitz at State. And it's good to see him somewhere doing something, even if he's only second string at Battle Hawks. Short yard situations. Yeah. Hope to see them utilize. Hope to see the thing come together. You know, with that game, it ended up being a tight one. 28-24 was the final. Yes, sir. And so, you know, going into halftime, you had the Battle Hawks kneel it just to go to the half. Had to kneel it twice because of the play clock thing. Yes. Which is crazy with the rules that are for the XFL. Um, and we saw a lot of controversial calls being called during this game, but... Um, Everybody's got a mic, it seems like. Seems like it. Instant replay guy. There's not a cross. Weird interviews. Like, we're going to interview this guy right after he scored a touchdown. How do you feel? How do you think he feels? I'm sad. On top of the world. I wish I was in NFL. I don't know. What are you supposed to say? He's dropping. I seen the dude drop F bomb. I saw. Week one. Yeah. It happens. But uh, Battlehawks came back in it. And it ended up being a tight game. I think the XFL is entertaining. It. Will it be more successful than the AAFL? Wish it I already ha- is. Wish I had my Birmingham Iron Gear from Starter. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wonder what company is going to be making the Houston Roughneck stuff. Is this going to be like a I didn't even look for a logo. I wonder who it is. But they are, they are. You got Progressive on the football field. They have commercials. Yeah, it looks more produced than. I wonder how long the seasons go, because there's only eight teams. I can only see it going for, okay, you can play every team in seven weeks. Do they do brackets or conferences, or how does that break down? Like you just I, don't, take the two, I do not have a clue. Do you take the best two? Imagine they have two Think divisions. Think like fantasy thing that someone posted up the other day on Twitter, and I thought it was an interesting take. It's like, you should take the best team from the XFL and have them play the worst team from the NFL, and whoever wins gets to be in the NFL. Oh, and the other team that loses gets dropped down to the XFL? Yeah. <laughs> it's like combining leagues. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's going to be a major pay cut. Get know, their stadium. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you, you become Vince McMahon, Allen. You're putting wrestling stipulation type stuff on this. I like it. Dude, wouldn't that be something? I digress. I digress. Good. Very good. Excellent. You're being more... That's very professional of you. I feel more professional. I'm 
I want to put on a like a tie. Just put on. I'm gonna put on a bolo. We'll do what you have to do. I'm in the future now. What happened? My body, my hands are small because it's still living in the past. It's not quite kept up. Okay. <laughs> now what? Doo -doo -doo -dee. Now, I'm an old man from the future. It's time to walk this thing out the door. I need eggs. Can you go to the grocery store and get me eggs? I would do it myself, but I'm unable. It's been another episode of Pots Talk. The Super Bowl. Yeah. What do I have to say to the kids? What happened? I, I like that. It's been another episode of Pots Talk. Brother Cobb, as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, we get it already. Hey, news and notes. Look, it's far as news, just tell a friend, okay, just, hey, I gotta tell you about this porch talk, yeah, it's a good conversation, alright, we're gonna walk this thing on out the door now, with some notes from Hartle Road, Hartle Road, groove tonight, yeah, yeah, right, get on out.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.